Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Good evening, the Warriors. Head into the All-Star break after losing to the Portland Trailblazers tonight. 129-107 snaps their 11-game road winning streak, and it sends them into the All-Star break at 41-16. and 41-16 for the Golden State Warriors as they head into the break. Interesting ball game tonight. It was one of those games that... You don't see very much, and what I mean by that is the Warriors getting outscored 35-12 to in the fourth quarter, and usually the fourth quarter is when the Golden State Warriors are either resting players or they're the team that's uh, executing the finishing touches of a victory tonight. Uh, they kind of fell apart late. They lost a little bit of their composure, and uh, Portland gets away with a 129-107 win, and they split the season series. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. If you want to talk about this one, 888-957-9570 is the number, or the Chilton Auto Body text line 95795. We'll be joined by John Dickinson in a little bit. He is in Portland and uh, he was at the game tonight, so looking forward to J.D. joining us in uh, in a moment. I thought that, uh, by and large, the first half of this ball game was, was the kind of game that we see a lot with the Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, two teams that like to get up and down, two teams that score a lot of points. It's kind of a get-your-numbers type of ball game. At least it was through the first two, three quarters. And uh, as they entered the fourth quarter... We, we had a good ball game brewing, but uh, the Warriors just struggled to close this thing out. Whether they ran out of gas, I don't know. Whether they paid the price for being uh, thin tonight without Livingston, without Iguodala, without Cousins playing on the second of a back-to-back. Whatever it was, uh, it didn't translate into a good fourth quarter. And the the player tonight, there were a couple, couple interesting numbers on this uh, uh, on this box score. One is Clay Thompson, two for sixteen tonight, two for sixteen. Clay Thompson, uh, I I can't remember uh, a game when he shot that poorly, uh, two for sixteen. And then here's 
to me, a statistic where you know maybe the Golden State Warriors weren't that engaged, and it's this. Uh, total turnovers for the Portland Trailblazers, four. The Warriors turned the Portland Trailblazers over just four times tonight. All right, let's head up to Portland and bring in J.D. J.D., what's going on? Uh, uh, I've just been talking a little bit about this ball game, and I just happened to mention that uh, the, the Blazers only with four turnovers tonight. Uh, that usually is an indication of a team's kind of engagement level. Yeah, I'm with you on that, although I, I thought the Warriors were, were engaged tonight. I, I really did. I, I thought they actually at times really ramped up the defense and and tried to you know put their imprint on the game and almost take the game over. Uh, but they were just they were just lacking something. I think it was really a third score. I mean, Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant had 32 points apiece going into the fourth quarter. They both had big third quarters essentially playing together, and they both did nothing in the fourth quarter uh, when you look at the way the game broke down, and, and the Warriors just, they, they unraveled. There was a lot of frustration, I think, with the officials that was building. Uh, the Blazers played them extremely physically. The, the, the crowd got into the game, and I think the, the Warriors lost control of their emotions a little bit, and, and it was just, it, it felt like, you know, one or two plays, and they might just unravel and say, ah, Let's head to the All-Star break, and it wound up being exactly what happened. I mean, the Zach Collins block of Damian Lee just lit the place on fire here at Moda Center. And then, you know, you get the back and forth between Collins and Clay Thompson. There was some frustration going on there. And then Draymond Green, as soon as that was ruled a flagrant foul upon review, something that Steve Kerr vehemently disagreed with even after the ball game, uh, that it was just it was just time it was it was just all right that's it forget it and when you have an eight point possession that can flip a game pretty quickly and that's what the Blazers had and all of a sudden what a seven point game became a fifteen point game and then you know the wheels completely came off for the Warriors and they they wind up in a position where they they end their eleven game road winning streak exactly where they began their eleven game road winning streak back at December twenty ninth right here in Portland. 888-957-9570 is the number. The Blazers beat the Golden State Warriors tonight, 129-107. Uh, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant with 32 each. Kevin Durant is shooting the ball extremely well right now. He was 12 for 17 uh, from the floor. Steph Curry, 10 for 24. Uh, but as J.D. noted, only two Warriors in double figures. Clay Thompson struggled with only nine points tonight. And you look at Portland, J.D., uh, they get eight guys in double figures, and uh, Jake Lehman was a guy who came off the bench and, and definitely uh, provided some offense for him. And, and if you look back at all the games that the Warriors have played against the Blazers over the last four or five years, so much of it's dictated by whether Harkless or Al Farouk Aminu can, can score, <laughs> and a lot of times they don't. And uh, Lehman comes in tonight – uh, on the perimeter and, and make some shots, and the game turns out to be a little different. Yeah, you know, they really did. I mean, I, I think every single game you look up and Aminu and Harkless are three for seven or they're four for ten or, you know, Evan Turner's another one that the Warriors tend to, to be able to, you know, get to put up some shots. I mean, Nurkic really struggled early in the game and wound up, you know, five for 14 on the night. Uh, so the Warriors did a, a nice job on him, especially early. But, yeah, I thought Lehman hit some big-time baskets 
when the Warriors were were in a position to to maybe wrestle away the lead and and build it a, a little bit. I mean, he he was able to to help the the Blazers get it back going uh, their way. And and you're right. I mean, you know, Lillard and McCollum for the most part are going to play well. They they typically do against the Warriors. Uh, but then it's a matter of who's going to get that, that, you know, who's going to be the third guy. And tonight the, war, the the Blazers had a third guy, a fourth guy, a fifth guy. I mean, you look at all the players they had in double figures. You mentioned it. I mean, they wind up with eight in double figures, and Rodney Hood has eight on top of that uh, as a guy close to ten. So, you know, something about February in this building for the Warriors the last uh, couple of years Last year it was, uh, what, this same night, the, the Wednesday before the All-Star break, the Blazers got them uh, heading into the break. And then uh, a couple of years back in the 73-9 season, the Blazers uh, blew the Warriors out the first game out after uh, the All-Star break here on a, on a Friday night. So something about February and Moda Center in Portland for the Warriors where they just uh, tend to come unglued a little bit. Uh, around the midpoint of the season, around that all-star break portion of the, the schedule. 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, the Warriors, I mean, I guess if you wanted to be harsh about it, J.D., you could say they lost their poise tonight. Uh, four, no, they did. Four technical fouls. Steve Kerr gets ejected. Draymond Green with a flagrant foul and a technical foul. Uh, Clay Thompson with a technical foul. And uh, I've been keeping my little chart. Uh, before Cousins and after Cousins uh, of the Warriors' technical foul rate. And, uh, you know, it's skyrocketed uh, since Cousins has come back. Uh, And they've got 18 technical fouls in the 12 games since DeMarcus Cousins uh, has returned. So... uh, well, uh, he wasn't cousins. even in the building tonight. So, how do you? What do you think of tonight? Because the Warriors had a lot of angst tonight, and he wasn't even around. Well, so I, it, thought, it, it, I thought that uh, Draymond Green was got upset at the charge first of all uh, that Layman yeah, took on him, and that's that's kind of what uh, set what, him off for the yeah, night. Yeah, what followed him down to the other end of the floor. Uh, Kerr, I think, was genuinely mad, um, but you know. You know, the bottom line is this team's volatile. This team's definitely volatile. And what Draymond's up to 12 or 13 now, uh, so he's going to be looking at a, sus- a one-game suspension. Uh, you know, if he can't keep things under control, this is typically when he kind of... He tones it. Yeah. Well, he either tones it down or the officials are so aware of it that they give him uh, every break in the book. And it looks like we're uh, maybe a combination of both those things. Yeah, because he was what he was up stuck around fifteen. He was stuck on what fourteen or fifteen for a while last year, if I remember correctly, March and and on into April. But yeah, what is it, sixteen? And it's a one game suspension. And then the other thing you got to remember too is it's it's every even number after sixteen. So they give you one to play with, but if you every time you get two. 18, 20, 22, not that he's going to get to that level, but if, if he somehow did, every even number results in another one-game suspension. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Well, he didn't get 16 last year, right? He he, he wound up, I think, I or maybe s- he got 16 in the last game of the year, but it didn't carry over to the next year as far as the su- suspension goes? Yeah, I can't remember. Can't remember. <laughs> he. Uh... I know that happened to DeMarcus Cousins one year in yeah. Sacramento, actually. He, he picked up his 16th in the final game of the season, and I, I think there was some, uh, you know, 
confusion over the rule as to whether or not he'd be suspended, and, and it turned out, you know, obviously he would not be suspended. Uh, you know, if you get you, you get a freebie on the last day of the season if you pick up their, your technical limit. Uh, the no carry over to the playoffs and no carry over to the following season. So, so Draymond's got that going for him. If this thing winds up uh, getting you know down to the wire, of what April tenth, I believe, is the final night. Yeah, April tenth, the final night of the regular season uh, for the Warriors in Memphis. Yeah, the Blazers tonight. J.D., if you look at that fourth quarter, I mean, when's the last time you've ever seen a score like 35-12 in one of the periods, and it's not the Warriors with the 35, and, and Portland tonight closed on a 31-8 to run? Pretty yeah, they, pretty amazing, really. It, it really is, and it just, again, the, the Warriors completely, just like you said, lost their poise, became unhinged, became unglued. I mean, it was just, it, it reached a point where, you know, and I think you mentioned Steve Kerr, and we were we were talking about that a little bit downstairs. Some of the beat writers and and were throwing around because it it I agree with you. I think he was legitimately mad at the call, and and did not believe that that should have been anything close to a flagrant foul. Uh, and he was still wondering who actually made the call. Did did New York make the call? Did the official on the court make the call? Like how all that whole process worked? He was he was really frustrated about it after the game. So initially, I thought. All right, Steve Kerr was was saying, "All right, enough is enough. I'm I'm going to get the early flight to to San Diego, you know, for a couple of days now that he doesn't have to coach the All Star game." But no, I I think he was he was genuinely mad at that call, and I also think part of it was him trying to, again, so smartly have Draymond Green's back at a moment where it appeared like Draymond Green was going to be the one to come unglued. I mean, we were all looking around up here, uh, you know, inside the. The play in which Draymond Green was going to get kicked out of the intentionally because he just had enough of it because it's felt like that's been coming a little bit of late. Yeah, no, uh, no doubt about it, JD. And the other thing uh, about the about the technicals with with Steve Kerr uh, at least is is they were they he did seem to be mostly protecting his players. What? Let me ask you this: Would what did you think of the flagrant foul on the call itself? I didn't think it was flagrant live. Uh, however, when they showed it up on the board and they went to replay and it's Draymond Green, I thought, yeah, he's probably going to get a flagrant foul. I, I thought initially Draymond was trying to lay some wood. You know, I, I think it was uh, no doubt, a, no doubt. I you know I didn't I you know you know I tend to be a little more old school with that. I think in today's day and age, it's definitely within the realm of of being called a flagrant foul. I, I don't like to see plays like that personally called flagrant fouls. But, again, in today's NBA, I think a play like that w- with a player who has a reputation, it, it typically is called a flagrant foul. And I think you also have to, to back that up with the fact that, you know, kind of like I was just saying, it, it felt to me watching it on replay almost like Draymond was going to just take a shot and and almost dare the officials to say, you know, okay, throw me out for that, right. or, or give me a flagrant for that, or you know. And so I think when you when you look at it under that context, then it absolutely becomes a, a flagrant foul. Yeah, there are those plays where you 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 purposely want to commit a foul, and to me that was one of those one of those plays. And and as long as he was going to foul, he was going to get his money's worth. I, I I agree with you. I think, you know, that's the kind of foul there 
that 10, 15 years ago is just a foul. It's always just a foul. And I think that now, uh, in this day and age, you know, they're just really, really looking for, you know, for any kind of foul that'll escalate. And and that's that's the kind of foul that may have escalated because if you're the player who who's fouled on that play, layman, I mean, you know you're you know what happened there. You, you know the that that Draymond Green was definitely trying to foul you hard. So I, I think we I think we're both uh, on the same page there. What did you think of uh, Zach Collins and, and the block, first of all, but then all the back and forth with Clay Thompson? And, you know, there's some guys in the league. There's just – I always say this, Steiny, that there are some players that just, you know, when they do something, it just ticks off other players, you know. And I think, you know, Zach Collins having that having that block and then maybe running his mouth a little bit, it, it, it has a little bit of a different impact on the game than than maybe if somebody else does it. It just it just it felt like that play in and of itself kind of got under the Warriors' skin a little bit, almost like almost like they were more upset that they let Zach Collins kind of punk them in, in in a big moment in in a in a game that was you know either teams to be had. Yeah, I think it was something like that. I think basically it was uh, you know he got blocked up at the other end. And then he makes the block getting back, and I think they could have lived with it, except then then Zach you know Zach Collins starts to chirp, and <laughs> right, um, it's like who's Zach Collins? Yeah, exactly, and especially when he's getting into getting into Clay Thompson, a guy who doesn't usually say a whole heck of a lot. Um, you know that that that's probably what got it uh, what got it all started. In fact, it is what got it all started. All right, we come back. We'll hear from some Warriors. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Matt Steinmetz and John Dickinson with you. Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And the uh, Warriors are going to head to the break following a 129-107 loss to the Blazers up in Portland. Portland outscores Golden State 35-12 to in the fourth quarter. Damian Lillard with 29 points. Eight Blazers in double figures. And the Warriors got 32 from Durant, 32 from Curry, and then nobody else in double figures. And that also includes a 2-for-16 shooting night from Clay Thompson. I can't remember a night, JD, when he shot that poorly. Two for sixteen. That may be that may be right up there with one of his worst nights of all time, I gotta believe. Yeah, and it, the irony in it is this is the, the building where he f- flipped his season around, really, going back to that game on December 29th. All of the numbers about Clay Thompson raising his three-point percentage from, from 33% all the way up to damn near 40%, it all began the last time the Warriors played here. And historically, he shot the ball pretty well in this building, likes playing in this building. So uh, a little bit of a surprise there. I got one for you, though. I, I didn't get a chance to catch Draymond Green because I was going to come out here uh, to do the show with you. Uh, but Draymond Green uh, saying after the game downstairs to the uh, assembled media that he 
absolutely gets officiated differently than the rest of the league. He says the Draymond rule has been in effect for years. So I'll just kind of throw that at you. What do you think of the, quote, Draymond rule? I'm not going to comment on that until I get it in, <laughs> in context. And I believe we're going to be able to play Draymond Green at some point. Good, good, let good. Me, good. Uh, let, me, let me get eye contact with okay. Nash. Can we do it now? All right, we'll do no, – no, well, let's, you know, let's listen to Durant first. Can we sure. do Durant yeah, I was now? Down there. Yeah, I let's was do, down there for Durant. All right, let's do Durant right now. Kevin Durant, post game. They got eight points to one possession, and that kind of broke it open for them and took that momentum away. But they were on a run already, but I thought we were still in the game. We were down seven, I think, and, uh, and Collins is going to miss two free throws. So, you know, getting the ball back with four minutes to go down seven, that's, you know, that's pretty, it's a pretty close game. But, you know, momentum is a huge part of basketball, and that took our momentum away. Have you ever seen eight points in full possession? No, nah, never, never. Um, I mean... It is what it is. I mean, I can't. I can't say too much about it. Your was are like uh, trying to call him Steve Dan. I felt them. I mean, I understand his anger and his rage, especially for that call. I mean, I thought we should just keep playing. It was a common foul. I thought. Russ looked at it differently, and I understand why coaches uh, was a little frustrated. So, um, just get ready for break. Yeah, CJ McCollum hype him up all game. All right. So of course uh, Collins gonna feel feel good playing out there. But he played with a lot of energy, played with uh, some force, you know, blocking shots and the crowd got him hyped, so it is what it is. Jeff, do you think there's a double standard with Raymond? I don't know. I don't know. You gotta ask the ref. Anything I say about the refs behind these cameras, man, I could lose some money. Time out the break. What do you think it'll do for you guys? I mean, you have a pretty busy itinerary anyway, but what do you think? Not really. Not really. It'd be good to just get away from the game for a bit, you know? All right, that's Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant talking about uh, a lot of different stuff. Uh, The eight-point play. So let, let's try to figure out the eight points you have, there. You ever seen an eight-point play? I don't think so. I don't think I don't think so. I have. So there was a uh, – there was <laughs> – You mean the play-by-play, oh, Steiny? Yeah, no. Uh, but I was thinking, so they had – Kerr got – did Kerr get two technical fouls or just one in the ejection? I think it was two. All right, and then Draymond got a, a, a T and a flagrant, and then – by the way, did you did you hear Kevin Durant? He a little stuck it in there a little. Did you hear the uh, Zach Collins was going to miss two foul shots? Yes, I did. <laughs> That's I did. a good one. I um, like that one. I, I've actually got the rundown here. If you want to get into nah, it, if you right. want, uh, you, nah. you sure you good? No, okay. No, I'm all good. Right. An eight an eight all point right. play. Uh, you know, the game okay. was the game was just about over at that point anyway. Yeah, it was one ten one oh three with three fifty four to go. Yeah. Well, maybe not then. Maybe not no. then. They were going to take two foul shots. They I, were, and Zach Collins was going to miss him, according <laughs> to Kevin Durant. Yeah. No, uh, no. you know what? Actually, it wasn't over then. It wasn't over. No, it wasn't. So, yeah, it was a couple of Lillard free throws, and then Collins hit two free throws. Actually, Lillard ended up with three because Draymond picked up a technical foul. So Lillard hit two free throws for Kerr's two technicals. Then he hit another free throw for Draymond's technical, so three. Then Collins made two free throws for the flagrant foul, 
So it was five points, and then Lehman hit a three for eight points. That's right. So, That's right. So, so it went from 110 to 103 to 118 to 103, and then the route was on at that point in time. All right, let's let's hear from Draymond Green right now, and let's make this our nation's giant hamburgers interview, the best since 1952. Whatever. We got a lot of ball. I don't know. This is Draymond Rule. Steve seemed to be surprised they even looked at it. I mean, did you- I, didn't, I mean, I knew they would look at it because they always look at, like, files with me. All right, bro, good to see you. But whatever. I think they got eight points on that possession. You ever seen anything like that? No, I haven't. But uh, it is what it is. I like the way we closed the game up. That was good how we closed the game up. What did you think of Steve's uh, reaction? I loved that, too. That was amazing. It's great. He set the tone for us to close the game the way we did. It was good. I got a tech also for standing there. I thought that that's probably should be a delay of game, not a tech. You can't like give somebody a tech because they're standing somewhere. It's a delay of game, but whatever. Might be Draymond Green route too. How much you see that as a double standard? I mean, that's you know, I've been officiated a certain way for years. It's nothing new to me. It is what it is. I don't really care. Have you ever seen Clay get mad at the guy like he got mad at <laughs> Yeah, I have before, but very, very, like that may be the second time. But I enjoyed that, too. That was really good. He was talking bad to that dude. <laughs> that was good to see. It's kind of a lit up fourth quarter with Collins out there, a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's all good, though. Yes, that's what, you know, that's his job, I guess. All right, there's Draymond Green. Boy, I'm trying to put a adjective on that. It seemed like he was, what do you think, J.D.? Well, first well, of I, all. He, I, well, I had asked you, you know, about the Draymond rule, and you said you wanted to hear the context okay, well, of that, it. Okay, well, that's I got to throw it back at you a little bit. Well, the first thing that, that stuck out was the, uh, uh, I like how we closed the game out. What did that mean? I'm well, dead serious. I think, yeah, I, I think I think he he was basically saying, yeah, we we melted down because the game was a joke, and so I liked how we closed the game out. We basically said, bleep it, the game was a joke, so we just unraveled. Gotcha. That's the way I took it. I got gotcha. you. Like, yeah, yeah, they took us out of the game with that. And clap, 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 clap. Game right. was a joke. So we just, you know what? The game was a joke, and they made it a joke. So we finished it like a joke, getting outscored 35-12 to 12 and losing by 22. Yeah, I guess that, that is. That's the way I took it. Look, uh, so he, he said, made two references to uh, the Draymond rule. And that okay. uh, he, he gets, uh, I've been, uh, what did he say? I've been. Officiated differently. Officiated a certain way. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's just not true. I, I just don't believe it's true. In fact, I, I, I mean, I really do believe that Draymond Green is re- he's officiated fairly, and I think he's he's given plenty of rope when it comes to technical fouls. So I, I just completely disagree with him there. That's all. Okay. What about you? And what? And what- 
No, I, I mean, look, he's the he. You know, he's he's among the league leaders in technical fouls every single year. So it's not like, I mean, he's consistent. So I don't I don't really know what his gripe is to tell you the but truth. What do you think about plays like the flagrant foul though? In, in particular. Um, well, you know what? I do want to know who, who ends up calling that flagrant foul. Is it Kenny Maurer or is it somebody from New York? You know, uh, yeah, that's, and honestly, I don't know the answer to that question. I, I believe New York winds up having the final say on that, but I, I should know the answer to that, and I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll even check on that and make sure I get it to you guys tomorrow. I know you're going to be on tomorrow. I, you know what's funny? I almost just stream of consciousness kind of a thing. I almost when I walked into the building tonight, you know, the Blazers actually have, you know, they every every arena has the you know the game notes and and stats and different right. things just kind of laying on the table. Well, the Portland is the place there where they actually have like a half sheet of paper that just has the three officials on it. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the three officials, and it, there's something about Ken Maurer that always gets me. Like I always think Ken Maurer, you know, when Ken Maurer's not that he's a good official or a bad official, I think he's a pretty good official. But I just there was something today when I saw Ken Maurer, I thought, you know what, something something might happen tonight. You know, in this building where where sometimes the Warriors can be a little bit on edge, the Blazers can take it to them a little bit. I, I and I all it was one of those where I almost texted you, but I thought, you know what. You don't want any part of that text because you're just going to be like, yeah, what? What are you talking about, JD? The officials—they don't have any impact on the game. But it was just—it was just kind of funny, and it and it stuck out. And then here we are, you know, eight hours later, and and you know, Ken Maurer didn't do anything wrong, but it but he wound up playing a part in you know one of the more amusing parts of of the Warriors' season to this point with Steve spiking his clipboard and getting thrown out of the game on that flagrant foul review. Yeah, as far as I remember, that's uh, Steve Kerr's first uh, broken clipboard of the year. I think that makes it three for his career. All right, when we come back, we'll total that all up. Uh, (laughs) You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors Wrap-Up continues on 95.7 The Game. Matt Steinmetz, John Dickinson with you. The Golden State Warriors, 129-107 losers tonight to the Portland Trailblazers. And they head into the All-Star break with a record of 41-16. and Their 11-game road winning streak is snapped. Tonight's play of the game brought to you by Putnam Auto. Visit the Putnam Cadillac Chevrolet Buick GMC in Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV or visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Curry dribbles in, throws out to Remco, chest pass to Draymond. Drevko screens for Curry. Curry fires away again, and it's good! Curry is on fire here in Oregon, and it's 93-88 Warriors. All right, that was the play of the game. Remember to listen tomorrow at 10.30. Guru and I will be on, and uh, when we ask for the play of the game, if you tell us that play, we'll give you $100. And uh, just uh, for future reference, if you don't really know, just say Curry 3. You might have a good chance of winning if you say Curry Yeah, it's a, 
better than 50% chance, I think, on a lot of nights, right? Yeah, yeah I would think so. Just look at a box score and, and say Curry 3 or, or uh, Clay 3. But then we, we may want some, uh, want some detail or not. I'll tell you what. I got to tell you, though, J.D., I'm, I am a little – I'm already – uh, I'm already dreading tomorrow a little bit, to tell you the truth. Now, why is that? Well, I'll tell you why, J.D. You know, this whole thing now with, with uh, Draymond Green saying he's officiated differently. I got to believe that that's going to be something that Guru and I talk about tomorrow. And uh, I got to believe a lot of Warrior fans are probably going to agree with Draymond on this one. What, what, what do you think? I, I think you're absolutely right about that. I think a lot of Warrior fans, a majority of Warrior fans, will agree with Draymond that he's officiated a, a little bit differently. But that doesn't necessarily mean that, that they're correct. No, even, you know, no, but you know it's going to set up a lot of confrontation it, tomorrow. It's a, it's, a, it's a rabbit hole that you probably didn't want to go down no. on the day after you know, the end of the, the pre-All-Star break portion of the schedule with 20, 25 games to go. I, I got one for you, though, yeah. Steiny. I, and, I, and, I, I, and forgive me if you were saving this for tomorrow, oh, no. but we were talking about it earlier. Do you, do you not oh, want yeah. me to go there? No, go ahead. You want me to save it? No. I mean, but, who cares? It's, it's 11 no, I, saw, I don't we're care. Gonna be, I don't care. Who, who, who's the Warriors MVP for the first 57 games? I mean, that, that's a good question. I... I hmm. You know what? I'll I would give have you mine. to say give you to, mine? Well, I'd have to say Durant. Just because okay, he's okay. played he's played every game. That's why I'd have to say Durant. And I'd say Curry. Okay. How many games? I, Cur- I, I, Curry's missed what? Like 13 or something? Yeah, but I think it's 11 maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be uh, uh I think that'll be something we'll talk about tomorrow too. Yeah, that'll get you through. You got four hours tomorrow, right? Yeah. It's ten to two. Not yeah. So you got you and Guru ten to two tomorrow. Correct. Ninety five seven the game. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I I'm actually going to be in the air. I think for part of it, it looks like. But those are good. You know, a couple of good topics. You got Draymond. That'll get you a couple hours. What do you think? And then you got MVP. Don't you think that? No, seriously. When it comes to the MVP. I think you got cases both ways, don't you? No, definitely. And what about no, definitely? And, and honestly, I thought you, you were Clay? making a case for Clay. Yeah, I, I was going to say I thought you were actually making a, a case for Clay because we were throwing this around during the game as we're prone to do from time to time, just texting back and forth as we're watching. And you said you you said to me, "Oh, Clay, almost forty per, you know, thirty nine point eight percent from three or whatever he happened to be at, at at some point during the game before he missed every shot he took." And and it was funny because I thought, well, there's no way it could be Clay, right? Because he was awful until about six weeks ago. Uh, so I would put him behind certainly Durant and and Stephen Curry. But I, I found it interesting that you could at least make a compelling case based on how great he's been the last six weeks, or at least even bring his name into the conversation. Well, the thing is, you could say that Curry. Everybody loved his start. What the first ten or twelve games. Uh, you know, then he kind of got banged up. Durant carried him, and then the last ten, twelve games, it's been Clay. But uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's Clay. But I think Clay's probably been their best player for the last. Oh, I don't know what month, six yeah. weeks, something like that. December 29th, I think you could say he's been their best player. Go go back to the last time the Warriors were in this building. All righty, hey JD, uh, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it, and we will uh, see you soon. You got it, Steiny. Always a pleasure, my man. All right, man. That'll do it for the Warriors wrap-up. Warriors go down 129 
to 107 to the Portland Trailblazers. They don't play again till next Thursday. Thanks for listening, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.